0: name, you people are the real thing we are the illusion so turn off your television sets, turn them off now turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a second time speaking to you now, turn them off
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you have discovered the one, the only, the Animal Farm radio show broadcasting live from the We the People radio network in Fairfield, Connecticut, the station here. Uh, the date today is August the 7th, 2008. My name is Benjamin Miller, and I'm here chilling with my fellow typical rebel rabble, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello, got a great show for everyone tonight as usual we're going to be talking about secret military vaccines as well as a host of other issues issues your phone calls and that classic animal farm analysis straight ahead you are
2: on the farm you want to be uh, blunt about what has taken place
3: you're listening to the animal farm radio show on we the people radio network
0: it will be righteous <laughs>
4: But we are now taking bets on the introduction to our show, whether or not it is going to be correct or incorrect, and I have some standing updates, and once again, if you're just joining us, this is the Animal Farm Radio Show, and for the last two, three months, we've been uh, having some technical difficulties with this network, and so we made a game show out of it. We know why not. Might as well lose our minds even further down the yeah. proverbial rabbit hole. So, so far, ever since we started guessing uh, as to which intro or bumper they're going to play... Uh, that's not our correct That's info. not our correct answer, yeah. yeah. So now there's four players, Piath, Ben, and uh, myself, of course, and now the network. So the out, network, of, yes. out of four guesses, we've done this four weeks in a row or four shows in a row, I should say, Ben. Uh, I am three for four. I correctly guessed tonight that the network bumper, and I just got the finger from Piath. Which is very impressive. I just, I co- thank you, Ben. I mean, so you I'm, you know, that. I'm doing pretty poor in lie but for this, I am on my game. I got my A game all up in front. Three for four. And that is a hell of an average so far. It is, it is. Uh, ben, you are 0 for 4. I'm, I'm 0 for 4. Yeah. Uh, Pieth is 1 for 4, and the network They're is tied great. with Pieth at 1 for 4 because they did play it correctly once. Yes. So, so that's what
1: the deal is. The network plays correctly, they get one point. They get a point. Right. Yes. And then, and then you know we uh, have to guess. Um, when they don't play it correctly, and then whoever gets it right gets gets the point. So, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't guessed it right once. Uh, you've gotten it quite a few I mean, times. It's very impressive. I think you've, I, hey, think you you've more right.
4: I think I figured out, like, a pattern. That's you why I've been so code, successful. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I'm glad I went with my second choice tonight. But now I'm almost hoping that they don't play the correct intro. This way we can start guessing, and maybe they can keep us on our feet. But anyway. I don't know, but, uh, but they
1: got a lot of kids. They, they're, they're two points behind you, Tony. So
4: yeah, I mean, if, I, they,
1: uh, if they play all next week's intros correctly, then... Well, then, then you're tied. But, they're
4: tied with you, right? But again, so. I mean, you guys can start guessing that they're going to play it right. I mean, I, I you know, don't start talking to them. Let's, let's let it be. I, I think it's, it's <laughs> natural. It's organic. I don't want to touch it, but <laughs> get uh, let, here. yeah, let's get to the news because we've already uh, gotten way out of hand here. <laughs> Once yeah. again, folks, Animal Farm Show is our beloved website. You can go and uh, you can instant message us at AIM, which is uh, the word is Animal Farm Show. All one, one word, yeah, no, no spaces, nothing like that. And five one two six four six nineteen eighty four is the number, as always. So join us tonight. Uh, we are here. The trio is here, and uh, we're going to start off with the lubrication of the articles that'll get you ready for the really horrible news. And, and really, Ben, with this uh, this new story now breaking with uh, the troops, one troop has come forward, kind of out of anonymity, you know, because he's not giving his name or his voice, that whole thing. Uh-huh. And now we're hearing about these vaccines that yes. are. Basically, taking very healthy men and women and turning them into bedridden people who are, you know, but, but, filling what? up with fluid and it. it I was watching it last night, Ben, and really I almost broke down because it is so hard. But we'll start off with the funny, the unbelievable, the crazy, and we'll go right to the waterboarding now. is an attraction at a New York amusement park. God help us. A man with a black hood (laughs) pours water on the face of a prisoner in an orange jumpsuit strapped to a table. No, it's not Guantanamo Bay Naval Base, but it is New York's Coney Island Amusement Park, Ben. Talk about desensitizing the scene using robotic dolls is an installation built by an artist uh, named Steve Powers to criticize waterboarding, a stimulated drowning technique to uh, the United States has admitted using on terrorism suspects. But that's uh, but that right group says it is torture. There's people obviously coming out against it. Here's a quote. Uh, Waterboard thrill ride beckons a sign along with cartoon character SpongeBob SquarePants, who appears tied down and exclaiming, I don't get Mo better. (laughs) Wait, they're they're waterboarding SpongeBob? No, the the cartoon character itself. Yeah, (laughs) hell with that. (laughs) This is an art. This is an artistic uh, exhibit where someone's actually protesting it. So yeah, it has
1: nothing to do with SpongeBob.
4: uh, Well, SpongeBob has you know there's a, a, a sign along with the SpongeBob character. Wow. Who, yeah, He appears tied down oh, I love and, my job I yeah. sleep with my yeah. shoes on I like jelly on
5: both sides of my toes I've got an overdue library book I think jelly fishing And bubble blowing <laughs> Are super overbite I've never been late for work conversation. I like to dance the loading zone announcement I still don't uh, have My driver's license I'm a little So there's a short sign
4: Ben There's a, a sign with Spongebob Saying I don't get mo better Wow incredible the, Okay the public, oh, yeah. can, the public I was just
1: can, say, if, they, if they were going to Waterboard Spongebob I was going uh,
4: to I was going to be mad no, like, It's hard to waterboard A sponge Ben It's kind of like Doesn't work <laughs> he actually needs the water. The public can peek through the window bars and feed a dollar into the slot to bring the robotic dolls into action. So, again, this is just two robots um, participating in, you know, this waterboarding technique. Uh, one more attraction in the beachfront amusement park in the New York neighborhood of Brooklyn. So you can all check this out. Wow. If, you go to Co- if you're near Coney Island, no, I don't know. That's ridiculous. I'm actually curious just to see it, but... Moving right along the balls rolling here. A woman uses a machete to fight off a lion in Mexico. <laughs> talk God about, talk wow. about uh, fight or flight. A Mexican woman says she fought a 500-pound lion with a machete near the resort city of Acapulco and scared him away. Uh, Silza Alman says she and her 7-year-old niece were riding a donkey Monday along a road when the lion went after the animal's legs which I could only imagine how frightening that must be. The 35-year-old woman said she found the courage to fight the lion because she thought it would attack her niece. She said she hit the animal with the machete until the beast ran away and ailment and her niece were unharmed. Jeez. Talk about mojo. Get her done. Wow. The state government said in a statement that the lion had escaped from a private zoo owned by a former local congressman.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Go figure.
4: It said uh, the animal killed two dogs and ate a pig before it was sedated and taken back to the zoo. But I mean, you got to talk about courage, Ben. I don't think I could ever find the courage. I don't know. Um, and finally, for me, Ben, not eight...
2: every hunting accident is an act. <laughs>
4: That's a good one, <laughs> uh, Ben. This this is actually yes. this has a video clip attached to it, but this one just. Once again, makes me shake my head and realize how far behind we are uh, you know, when, when we talk about civilization, at least in my opinion. A church now is lobbying to rename a street called Gay Street. Texas city insists that there's t- there's yeah. no anti-gay intent and plans to rename nearby Gay Boulevard after a nearby a church. So the church is actually behind this. San Antonio the Second wow. Baptist Church has been near what is currently the corner of East Commerce Street and Gay Boulevard, G A Y, on the city's east side since the 1890s. City officials plan on Thursday to change the name of of the four block stretch to Second Baptist Way. And I got to play this Ben because it is just so, so unbelievable. That was the real when
3: AT and T bought out Southwestern Bell, this new address became AT&T Parkway. Now another institution on the east side is asking for a name change to a street. Joe Conger joins us live with those details. Joe? Sarah,
6: it's called Gay Boulevard, but not everyone
3: is happy with
6: that. Not a lot of traffic passes along Gay Boulevard, but there's some momentum within the four-block stretch of road because the city plans to change the name. It's $500 application fee and about $800 worth of street signs. Paid for by the Second Baptist Church. What's in a name anyway? Plenty of connotations, especially since the meaning of the word gay has morphed over the decades. Well, uh, Gay Street, that's not a proper name because I'm not, I'm anti-gay. But for the church, it's not about
4: sexual preference. The name change that's, is a that's, testament that's to the when I almost, institution's 100 Yeah, That's when I almost uh, you know, fell off my chair when I hear something. This some, is awful. To think about how homophobic <laughs> someone needs to be to agree that a street name has to change. You know, you know that gay also means happy. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, songs used to have the word gay. But this guy thinks, oh, yeah, you know, I'm anti-gay. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea. How sad. For
6: 20 years in the neighborhood right there along Gay Boulevard. It's one of the city's first black churches, one that plans to open a community center in the future. A city park already bears its name, and the church wants a street sign, too, called Second Baptist Way officials say two public hearings didn't produce too much outrage I think they should change it that's a good idea we get opposition it's people that have an address on the street who not have to change uh, you know any stationery or information they may have uh, but there are no residents with the address uh, at the gay street right now so so that's not an issue history isn't an issue either though some streets carry the names of important figures in the city's past the city knows of no significance to the name gay. The church, on the other hand, has some 19th century roots it wants recognized. Now, church officials, were unavailable for comment today. The pastor is apparently out of town at a state convention. Meantime, the city council will be putting on the
4: Yeah, well that's why I played it because it's ridiculous. It's so sad. Oh wow. Yeah, look, it, regardless of my stance on whether I agree or not with gay people and <laughs> the, <laughs> the changing things, street names. It's just like how uh-huh. how lost and how uh, threatened are you really by the idea of homosexuality this street is called gay I mean uh, we have the gay lord rehab it's not right called in, in fag boulevard you know it's not called homo you know homo road it's, it's, it's,
3: it's just sick
4: it's just unbelievable an yeah i agree thank it really does uh, <laughs> good good clip Python. and uh, ben i'll turn the, oh, the ball over to you because i'm baffled already now
1: silly stories sure. yes uh, the school locked down after ninja sighted in woods. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this is out of Barnegat, New Jersey. Uh, it's the case of the non-existent ninja. Public schools in Barnegat were locked down briefly after someone reported seeing a ninja running through the woods behind an elementary school. Turns I think out- <laughs> the bald heads from Shaolin behind this. <laughs> turns out the ninja was actually a camp counselor dressed in black karate garb and carrying a plastic sword police <laughs> tell the asbury park press the man was late to a costume themed day at a nearby middle school the lockdown began shortly after 9 a.m they Wednesday locked the school down and lasted until 9:30. <laughs> so they only locked it down for a, a half hour because well, they
4: saw a ninja <laughs> i no. don't know what they were fe- fearful of uh, whether the ninja was gonna Throw some stars or. Well, uh, oh, Ben, come on. We know that ninjas are the leading cause of death of all toddlers in schools these days. I mean, he was going to assassinate the principal? It's common sense. Um,
7: don't concentrate on the finger yeah. <laughs> or you will miss all that heavenly glory.
4: <laughs> another, another great film, Enter the Dragon. Uh, well, that's it, Ben. Yes. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know where to go from here. Of course, we have um, a lot to talk about. Uh, I'll tell you, first off, I'm really excited for Tuesday's Laura Lie. Yes because of the significance of it, I really it is the last law alive I really season. feel like uh, you know I can gain a point on you, but uh, you know that's, I'm so excited Yeah, that's that, and we're here so let's let's keep it on here and I want to talk about the uh, stories out of a story out of raw story, the raw story, where a judge okays the free speech zones at yes. the upcoming democratic national Convention and just another and not only i mean this is obvious news we've been talking about this for so long, I hope but you're kidding. the reason yeah. why I want to read some of the comments here is because of how you know, the, the, these comments are the result of what we've been talking about and all of the, the freedom grabbing that we've been a uh, victim of. So, once again, out of Denver, uh, this is out of Reuters. Protesters at the Democratic National Convention in Denver can be restricted to fenced in areas. Federal judge ruled on Wednesday saying it's that. Unbelievable. He, here we go. Listen to this. Saying that security needs outweighed curbs on their rights. And this is, again, listen to this language. What this you is just your,
0: said. Yeah is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard.
4: Mm -hmm. I agree, Pi, Thank you. I had to sip my beer there. A dozen groups who intend to protest at the August (laughs) convention sued the U.S. Secret Service and the city of Denver over plans to confine their activities to a parade route and fenced in zone, saying that their constitutional rights and free speech were being violated. The ACLU, the American Friends Service Committee, and others argue that rules would keep them too far away from delegates to get their message across during the convention, which is scheduled for August 25, 25th through the 28th at the city's downtown Pepsi Center. Um, and two more things here. The U.S. District Judge uh, Marcia Krieger agreed that the protesters would suffer some infringement on their freedom of expression but said those interests had to be balanced with security concerns and how much, how often ben have we discussed and pondered the idea of you know is there a balance is there any balance between freedom and security yeah. we know that most idiots out there think that they're the same thing and think you know you should give up your liberty for freedom whatever the hell that, that's been pounded into their heads but You know, this is really the result of all of the, you know, the Patriot Act type legislation. Uh And now with these uh, age old argument, you know, um, that every single tyrant has used throughout history is, oh, you
1: have to be secure. Therefore, you're going to get your liberties. Um, you know, in order for us to uh, make you secure. And this is something that was brilliant and uh, something that really shocked the hell out of me when I first started reading the Constitution and the uh, Founding Fathers and some of the quotes that they were saying was, you know, they were able to almost look into the future and see what the hell was going to happen with this country, what went wrong Mm -hmm. with Benjamin Franklin and his favorite favorite quote, you know, those who give up uh, liberty for security deserve neither. Neither. Um, You know, but... it it really just blows my mind that people aren't able to look at that and, and understand that freedom that freedom is security and the more free a society is the more secure that society is and, yeah. and, and our history shows that so yeah. well, I, but you know this out of the Rocky Mountain News and, and the headline is really incredible and I want to thank Classified for sending me this again but uh, he says uh, the headline is with the uh, DNC in mind city bans carrying urine and feces oh great. Yes. Who the hell
4: carries urine feces? I, I do
1: wow. uh, Pooh and Pete dominated a public hearing Monday on a new law that prohibits people from carrying certain items if they intend to use them for nefarious purposes. The law, <laughs> crafted in advance of the Democratic National Convention, was adopted unanimous, unanimously by the city council, but not before a hearing laced with comedy and profanity representatives from some of the groups uh, planning large-scale protests during the dnc this month said the ordinance was unnecessary and accused city officials of fear-mongering the intent of this ordinance is to smear protesters and, and make them look as if uh, they are somehow criminal or somehow going to engage in some kind of gross conduct conduct uh, and organize eyes with recreate 68 alliance said so um now they're 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 banning they're they're not letting us carry around our poo and pee ladies
8: no nah, wow. we have to fight
1: for that Ooh.
4: right hey if, you, if you're carrying around your poo and pee i gotta let you on this new idea called a bathroom we'll get to that <laughs> after the break folks animal farm Show.com is the website 512-646-1984 we shall with state
3: like dissipate this program remain here the rest of you get the f- out of here
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. 512 646 1984 is the number to reach us. 512 646 1984. That is the number. If you'd like to drop us an AOL instant message, it is Animal Farm Show. All one word. That's the screen name. And our website is animalfarmshow.com. Go there, check it out. Join the forums, become one with the farm. Wanted to uh, bring out this story right here, okay? Because, you know, we we at the Animal Farm here, we're, we're a bunch of jokers, uh, we make no bones about it
4: we talk we make about make fun of ourselves all the time.
1: We do all the time we we make fun of almost everything in the whole world. Um, <laughs> but this right here we this is out of world net
4: wear underwear.
1: <laughs> this right here is out of world net uh world net daily and this is um apparently apparently it's it's very bad to make jokes nowadays but uh ABC newsman <laughs> jokes sexually about asian babes. No. Um and he says I'm happy the podium covers me from the waist down. Uh, ABC newsman Martin (laughs) Bashir has apologized for for referring to Asian-American journalists as Asian babes while alluding to the lower part of his body. (laughs) During a July 25th banquet in Chicago for the Asian-American Journalists Association, the host of Nightline and correspondence for 2020 said, I'm happy to be in the midst of so many Asian babes. In fact, I'm happy that the podium covers me. From the waist down. The 45 year old uh, veteran reporter also embarrassed fellow uh, journalist Juan, oh, uh, Juju Chang yeah, by, saying, yeah, by saying his speech should be like uh, a dress on a beautiful woman, long enough to cover the important parts and short enough to keep your interest. Like my colleague Juju Chang. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Chang responded, uh, see what I have to put up with. Wow. So I guess uh, this guy's got a, somewhat of an Asian fetish, whatever, like that. But, um, uh, he was making jokes about Asian and, and Asian uh, people at the uh, Asian American <laughs> Journalists Association. I guess that didn't go.
2: Well, oh, what uh, you want to know about is sexual intercourse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Oh,
4: well, speaking uh, about. So, I mean,
1: a poor, poor guy. Yeah, um, poor I mean, guy. Well, I, I, the thing is, is that we shouldn't even be hypocrites because we constantly make jokes yeah. about how hot Asian women are well, uh, behind yeah. the
4: scenes here. All women, I mean, for that matter. I know you do. <laughs> Firstly, oh, <bang>. Tony. <laughs> if you could hear what I say out the air. They lock me up. Speaking of journalists uh, getting out of hand, we have Sue Simmons calling in from New York. Sue, uh, what are your thoughts about this uh, recent uh, Asian commenting with this journalist?
6: The fuck are you doing? There you go. All right. <laughs> that's
4: what I wanted to hear. Witness alleged police brutality and death of tasered man. This is kind of another story where, you know, we don't really know exactly what happened. There's a witness that's saying that's claiming uh, what happened is completely different uh, from what the news is claiming. And I, I do want to play it, Ben, because it is, you know, it's something that happens all the time. And, you know, the news always kind of portrays these incidents as... Uh, you know, this man was crazy and he went to pull something out of his pocket and the cops had to tase him. So yeah. we'll listen to what the uh, the report says and then we'll talk police about it. Police
3: are investigating it. an incident where a man died after he was hit by a taser gun by local police. Allison Morris is live with the story. Allison. Yeah, Christine, Allegheny County police are continuing to inve- investigate this case. They say that just about midnight last night police received multiple calls that a man was running around Hawthorne Avenue in Swissvale behaving erratically uh, they say he had actually tried to enter several homes in the 2200 block of Hawthorne Avenue. Witnesses believe that the man came down from the flats. They say that he was screaming, that police were trying to shoot and kill him. And that's when one of the Swiss police officers pulled out a taser.
6: He was like yelling and screaming and acting really erratically. And they didn't know what, know what the situation was. So they asked him just to calm down and so forth. And he made a, a movement toward them. And so they had to taser him.
3: After he was tased, emergency medical workers treated the man on the scene right on the sidewalk by the intersection of Hawthorne and Roslyn. Police tell us that he was conscious after workers treated him that he was sent to a local hospital, Braddock Hospital specifically, but he was pronounced dead there. We're not sure exactly what happened between leaving the scene and heading to the hospital. The medical examiner right now is not confirming this man's identity. All we know is that he is 37 years old. They say they do know who he is, but they're waiting to notify his family, and they will be performing an autopsy to try to better understand the cause of his death.
4: Yeah, well, if the witnesses are telling the, <laughs> yeah, if the witnesses are telling the truth, then the autopsy really doesn't need to be done because apparently he had his head kicked in. See that you know from wow. this from this report, Ben. When I when I was you know first, I, I watched the TV report before I read the article yeah. on the raw story, and I said, okay, well, you know, look, if a guy's nuts and the cops are trying, you know, if this story is true and the cops had to calm him down, you pull out something from your pocket, you know what, you're going to get shot, and that's basically the way it's got to be. But. Um, let's talk about the other side because we try to give both sides of the story here. Um, apparently, this man, uh, 37-year-old Andre Thomas, was knocking on doors in the middle of the night and yelling that someone was trying to shoot him. That's what people were saying. Yeah. <clears throat> I beg your pardon, and um, and in the cops' words, he was jabbering and being belligerent. But, of course, he was going That's nuts. translation. Yeah, they're saying yelling and screaming. Uh, witnesses insist that Thomas was then brutalized by police. I guess this is obviously after the confrontation. Uh, with one telling, yeah, with one KDKKA News uh, that after he was tased and handcuffed, one officer used a football type kick and stomped him in the head. Jeez. Another woman, what? yeah. Another woman recounted to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette what she saw after the four officers forced Thomas to the ground. She said, quote, They killed that man. They killed him. They killed him. She added her hands trembling uh, while she was saying this. The woman said she saw one officer stomp on Mr. Thomas's upper back, holding his foot there while the subject lay on the sidewalk with his head hanging over the curb. Another Jeez, officer man. reared back and punched him in the head with all of his might, she said. So... You know, who who do you want to believe? Frankly, you know, because of who I am and because of uh, these incidents, I almost always believe the witnesses over the police. Well, who has a motive?
1: Who has has a motive to tell the truth? Who has a motive to lie? Uh, Police officers obviously have an incredible, incredibly large motive to lie about this uh, type of thing. And the woman, what does she get out of that? You know, public harassment um, by police officers and and everybody else. I'm sure in the neighborhood too. No, she doesn't get anything out of it. You know, so so uh, you gotta you gotta think with that in mind. But that is disgusting. Disgusting details. I mean, if anybody's ever seen that movie, uh, American History X, yeah, with the, with um, the curb and yeah, that's yes, a hell with of the curb a scene. incident It's it, it sounds a lot similar to that. So I mean, that's that's what what we're dealing with here. We we have uh, the. The whole, uh, what, you know, what movement was that guy part of? He was the uh, part of the pro-Nazi Ku-Klux, movement. Was Ku Klux
4: Klan, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that, that, that's, that's obviously Klan, fueled by racism. Was, but... The
1: guy, yeah, it was fueled by racism. The guy was a Jew or something like that. He said, "Bite the curb," and then, and then, of course, we know what yes, happened. Smash the back of his head. Pretty intense, intense movie. But you see, you know, that sort of mentality. That guy's got a gang mentality. Uh, he's a pure blood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill this person right here in the most grotesque, disgusting way. Right. And then, and then, you have these cops he's doing evil. like a similar type of thing going on where they're sort of in a club and they're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> You know, bash this guy's head head as well. I mean, it's just it's disgusting.
4: Yeah, and you know, we, we, we talk about it all the time, and we're not trying to say that all cops are doing this. You know, we don't want to generalize, but the more you see it, and it's not just this story. We just talked about the guy who had his legs bashed in with a you know uh, a metal club, mm-hmm. and it's all over YouTube. I mean, and that's the other reason why I would tend to believe the witnesses over the you know the news story because you get a statement by the police, and it's never going to be, oh yeah, our officers acted completely illegally, yeah. and they should be, and even if they never. do get caught, if you get the Officer Riviere's of the world in Baltimore trying beat up little kids, every time they are caught on, on camera or, you know, they, it makes it, its way to YouTube or some local network, it's always, oh, well, you know, six more weeks of desk work. And then before you know, the guy's back on the street and he's, yep. you know, so it's uh, unfortunately, folks, you know, we're hearing so many more stories like this. Yep. and um, sometimes grown-ups mm. need to lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's the Donald Rumsfeld mentality. But, yeah, unfortunately, it seems as though, Ben, in this, in this particular incident, it seemed even though he might have been acting nuts, uh, you know, look, use the taser. I mean, use the, this report is basically making it out to seem that the taser killed this man. We mm. know yeah. from the witnesses' report that that's probably not what happened, and it looks as though, at the very least... Uh, this man had his head bashed in, or was being abused, and it's always while they're subdued. Uh-huh. It's always while men or while women on the ground, on while the ground, they're handcuffed, yeah. yep, well, while they, they're inoperable, the, their most helpless position, you know, yeah. on their belly with their hands behind their back, and all of a sudden, oh yeah, let's just beat the f out of his legs a little bit more let's get you know, let me get a little bit more of my wrong stuff because my life is so is so poor well so, it's
1: good you know it's a, i'm glad that we have uh you know a lot of more jimmy justices coming i forward. love jimmy justice yes and uh we did play a show uh last week and we got great great feedback from that as well as, uh, I think we're going to have a clip um, coming up of, of him, and um, I, I was looking around at some more of his stuff. Are we going to play the on, one? Yeah. He was on ABC News, and they sort of um, countered him and just tried to tell everybody, all their listeners, that, hey, you better not do what Jimmy Justice is doing. Um, so oh, we, we got to hear that. we got to hear it. It's coming up um, after the break. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Animal Farm on the We The People radio network. AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. We'll be right back. be
9: right back. Don't you go dying on me.
5: My
1: We did uh, uh, play Jimmy Justice um, Tuesday, and um, my new
4: hero, by the way.
1: Yes, my new hero, many people's Excellent. new hero. Um, and I was looking around at uh, some of his stuff on his YouTube channel, and I guess he did a uh, ABC did a report on him, um, <clears throat> and basically made a threat towards the end of the report, basically saying uh, to their to their listeners out there, don't go do this, don't go do what Jimmy Justice. I want to hear this because thing because I have yet to hear it. It's it's incredible. They they break a lawyer on, and he explains. Well, I'll play the clip here. It is. Yeah.
8: That doesn't mean you can just ambush city officials any way you want. Yes, Jimmy says he's never been arrested for this. But if you're sitting at home right now thinking to yourself, hang on, he got away with it. I can too. Well, before you grab your home video camera to bust cops in the act, you should know the rules so you don't go to jail. Shut but up. Michael Sabella is a former prosecutor, now a criminal. Right. I,
4: I just, I just, I, I think maybe you should play that intro again because just listen to the mentality listen to the words he's got away with it this is land of the free home of the brave and off the bat they're trying to warn you about catching officers of the law serve and protect the public they're warning you of what you should not be doing as far as surveilling them catching them in the act of breaking the very laws that they are being paid by us to uphold for us mm-hmm. so I can you play it uh, no, from the and, start, Ben? I'm sorry, yes, I apologize. But listen, I do but apologize listen to the
1: language as well, you know, because he's said, right. he's getting away with getting something, away as, with, as if with he's what he's doing, as if he's doing something wrong he should here. He shouldn't be
4: given a friggin' medal by the by the New York City, you know, police officers. Absolutely, here, here's the clip again.
8: That doesn't mean you can just ambush city officials any way you want. Yes, Jimmy says he's never been arrested for this, but if you're sitting at home right now thinking to yourself, Hang on, he got away with it, I can too. Well, before you grab your home video camera to bust cops in the act, you should know the rules so you don't go to jail. Michael Savella is a former prosecutor, now a criminal defense attorney. You could be arrested for, I would say, disorderly conduct. You could be arrested for harassment. And harassment is just annoying them. It's just annoying them, exactly. But you could also be arrested for a crime, obstructing governmental administration. That's a crime. It's an a-misdemeanor. It's punishable by as much as one year in jail. You heard him. If you get in a cop's face, you could end up in handcuffs. I mean, a Not to mention, you hurt your own case. I think by injecting yourself into the confrontation, you lose some credibility, because it looks like you're there to get your 15 minutes of fame, as opposed to actually trying to... Explain
1: corruption run me over. <laughs> so um yeah Bullshit. i mean just incredible but they bring on some uh some d- district attorney who's just like you know makes a, makes up trump charges he's like i don't know you could do this you could do that you could charge him with this you could charge him with that you could be charged but with just, a. Oh, sorry but, thanks, but thanks. it's no it's incredible because hey, it shows the mentality of people out there people that worship government yeah where they will go out and they'll find a way to get you in trouble and that's what we've been talking about all, all along is that our government is so corrupt our federal government is so corrupt and even local government so corrupt now that they will pass laws um, that say that you can be arrested for picking your ass in public
4: or, <laughs> Ooh, or you're doing you know, that i don't want to see
9: it okay. but
1: you should Ooh. but they will they will anything you name it you can be arrested for it and that's the point You know, they'll make up these laws and then um, and then they'll just enforce them when somebody comes in and, quote, unquote, annoys them or somebody confronts them on on telling them what they're doing wrong. They're not supposed to be, uh, uh, you know, blocking fire hydrants when there's uh, when there's a fire across the street, you know, things like things like that. And they'll come in and they'll say. I'm going to arrest you for blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. And they'll just make something up and throw it in your face.
4: It's, it's all unbelievable. It's all color of law, I guess, is, is the way uh, it's referred to. I would agree, Ben. 512 646 1984 is the phone number to reach us. AIM instant message us at Animal Farm Show, one word. And, of course, AnimalFarmShow.com is the website. Let's put it into context for a second here, Ben. And, we, of course, Alex Jones had him on the show today, which I was very happy about. And he played the other clip, which we didn't play, where he um, he, he actually caught uh, a traffic officer in a place eating you know, a sandwich. She had parked in front of a fire hydrant, and there was a fire, and the fire trucks couldn't get to the hydrant. Yeah. This is unbelievable, and he goes and he just nuts goes up there. You are a traffic, you know, uh, administrator. This whole thing, how shame on you! How dare you park in front of a hydrant? Think about this now. This lawyer, and he's probably right with what he's saying with this ridiculously corrupt law system that we have, and this broken law system that you could be charged with obstruction of justice. Yeah, by trying to expose justice being obstructed by. The friggin' police officers. That's ridiculous. It's just, it's, it's mind-boggling a, it's a backward, how uh, backwards this is. Yeah, it's a backwards
1: world out there, and it's just, uh, it's, it's very sad. And, and one of the major, one of the biggest things about this uh, that I've learned, really, from watching a lot of these videos of his is that the officers are really freaking stupid. Like They're, they're, they're rude, they're stupid, and they're, they're rude. shocked. They can't, they can't uh, speak straight. Don't, they, they don't speak the right uh, language. or just, you know...
4: What is you doing? Uh, you know. Yeah. Just, well, just, we get to we get to the Habonics, and that's a whole other can of beans. You're right. Yeah. But
1: it's just it's 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 very sad when you know when, yeah. when you
4: see that stuff
1: first time. I mean, they, I, I, the way I think of police officers, police officers are upholding the Constitution. Okay. Yeah. They're supposed to be upholding the Constitution. That is such a sacred duty. That is, that is something that our founding fathers did. Yeah, but our founding and fathers people, are terrorists, Ben. Yes, but the people that were fighting for this country, you know, <laughs> that was one of the things was upholding the rule of law. And, and they died for it. So many people died for it. So when I look at a, a police officer, I look at that as almost a holy thing because you are uh, putting yourself out there. You are uh, you're enforcing the Constitution. You're enforcing the rule of law. But but the standards in which our police officers are behaving nowadays, where it's just all color of law and they're threatening people that, uh, you know, the first thing that they do is just walk up to you turn off the camera first of all turn off the camera you know and I'm that right there is that right there is just step one towards towards total fascism police state you're telling me to turn off the camera what are you going to do to me as soon as i turn off the camera so we've come such a long way from from you know the the justice and the the proper behavior of the police officers as to as to what it is now and just the pathetic behavior of them and their low iq's and their stupid ass uh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, well, I'm just I mean, mad about
4: it. No, man. you're right. I mean, on top of common sense and decency, I expect my police officers to be intelligent. I know that's a lot to ask. I, no, know, that's a, I know that's a lot to ask in this, in this twisted, backwards-ass country today. Um, but unfortunately, and you listen to some of the mentality, and it has nothing to do with race right now. We're not talking race. We're just saying uh, Jimmy Justice clips that you listen to, all of them, you hear the reactions of these police officers. And most of the time, it's shock. Yeah. It's shock and awe, if oh, you will. Goodness. Oh, my you goodness. You know, how dare you? How dare you? Who are you uh, to confront me? And, and that that really just shows, like we've been talking about for so many months now, and um, over the course of time on this show, it just shows the mentality of police officers is, is completely uh, it's it's backwards. They don't understand their true duty is to serve mm-hmm. the public and to uphold the law. They just think like like Jimmy Justice said, you're just a bunch of cowboys. So I let's uh, you know let's let's go on here. We're gonna go to the phones. We have a caller, Matt in Texas on the Animal Farm. What's up, Matt?
9: Yes. Uh, I, I didn't. I did not get a chance to listen to uh, all of the interview with uh, Jimmy Justice on Alex Jones' show today, but uh, I was wondering if there was any mention of uh, Randy Kelton's approach in dealing with the, uh, you know, the political officials, including cops that are that are breaking the laws by by filing criminal complaints against these uh, these officials and taking our grand jury and having the grand jury actually issue up the indictments.
1: We I haven't have, heard about any of uh, I haven't heard about any of his uh approaches. I mean, did you uh, uh, break it down real quick for us? What is what is his uh approach is at? He you shouldn't you shouldn't confront them. You should sort of just videotape them, turn the tapes to somebody. I mean, is that what he is?
9: No, no, no. I, I I'm wondering if uh Jimmy Justice is aware of uh, Randy Kelton's approach. And uh, are you guys aware of Randy Kelton's approach at all?
4: No. No, I'm not. You can fill us in. Go yeah,
9: ahead. He's on. Uh, he's on We the People Radio Network. He and Deborah Stevens did have a show.
4: Uh, Ooh, right, right after us. Uh, yeah, I've listened. That's a great show. I've listened to it. I listen to it all the time. But I'm not familiar with Kelton's actual approach. Why don't you let us know?
9: Okay. So the the approach is is that you know the cops they're they're enforcing uh, um, criminal justice or the or the penal right. That's that's what the job is to do. Okay. Well, right. We didn't have uh, uh, stack for due process. So if a cop comes and arrests somebody, the first thing that they're supposed to do is actually take somebody before a magistrate. Then the magistrate determines whether or not there's actual probable cause for actually arresting this person and putting them through the uh, the legal proceedings. Well, that's not really happening. What happens is that when somebody is arrested, they're actually being thrown in jail. You know, and maybe a day later they might actually go before a magistrate, which is in violation of the law. Okay. So, because they're actually in violation of law, they're actually breaking creating criminal acts, and uh, he's He's got strategies for for getting these police officers for for violating due process um, in a number of different ways. And anyway, uh, it's it's my belief that, uh, you know, citizenry that were uh,
4: aware enough of what what these strategies are you know yeah to, well, I, 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 I would agree I mean the bottom line and folks if you haven't checked out the rule of law I think it's right after our show I think it's yeah. I think it's I think it's five days a week it's Randy Kelton Deborah Stevens great show and, and Kelton's just a you know a, he's like the mind hang on we'll, we'll hold you over man I want to ask a couple questions got a break coming up he's the he's the mind of he's got so much law in his brain and we'll comment that when we get back Jimmy justice more law and some good news and some bad news when it comes to police state so stay tuned folks animalfarmshow.com we shall return stand Up for your rights anymore because Jimmy Justice has shown us through great videos which can be viewed on YouTube that you can't even stand up for your rights. You can't even call police officers that are breaking the law because then all of a sudden now, after this news report, we're finding out that now you could be arrested for obstruction of justice or disrupting the peace or whatever, you know, BS, uh, you know, problem or, 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 yeah, claim, thank you, that they can get you on these days. It is just complete lawlessness, and I think those videos, if nothing else, they've shown us. Not only the behavior and the mentality of the cops, they've really exposed mm-hmm. uh, some of the police officers, especially you get a lot of them in New York because there's like 40,000 cops in New York. You really get the sense that these cops don't give a rat's ass about, first of all, about their duty yeah. to uphold the law. And second of all, they really don't give a damn about you, the, the person. You know, it's just, it's like almost like this, this mob or this bunch of cowboys. And uh, we have, uh, let's see, we'll go back to Matt here. Hang on a second. Yeah, Okay. Great. <laughs> Need a new setup here, folks. New studio. Uh, Matt in Texas, once again, thanks for giving us a call. And Matt had pointed out that, um, you know, first of all, folks, if you want to learn more about your rights, this is not the show. The Rule of Law, which Matt uh, recommended us checking out, and he quoted some of the things from them. It's uh, Randy Kelton, Deborah Stevens. It's ruleoflawradio.com. Beautiful young female
7: yeah absolutely
4: gorgeous oh, <laughs> oh boy. This is a beautiful little female wow <laughs> oh yeah piath has a cl- uh, has a uh, crush like on a hit- her too i think wow. he's yeah, got a hidden crush on deborah stevens so uh, <laughs> Damn, you know i don't wow. know frankly i like the ever <laughs> <laughs> to i'm not gonna go there but wow um uh, matt anything else in your mind i wanted to play the other jimmy justice clip matt and and kind of it would coincide with what you were saying anything else in your mind before we move on
9: no, that was that was pretty much it. I mean, I think the uh, the key in in Jimmy Justice's situation is probably um, is probably that he needs to get arrested. And I'm not I'm not saying that I want to see him get arrested, but from uh, the strategy that Kelton's got, uh, I, I think the best way to actually uh, get the, get the situation straightened out would for him to be arrested, and then you could file a number of criminal complaints against the uh, the police um, for. You know, it would be aggravated kidnapping because they're not going to follow due process when they actually take them on down to the, the police station. Um, yes. I mean, there's, there's just like a number of things that they do wrong. And it's just, it's, it's amazing to listen to uh, Kelton lay these things, these points out. And you get if you get it before a grand jury, and the grand jury is actually able to, you know, one, look at all these violations that these police officers have actually done in their arrest, and you throw that on top of the fact that, you know, at the These uh, political officials probably engaged in uh, official oppression uh, based off of what Jimmy Justice has been doing. you got another charge that you're going to lay on top of that. I mean, you, you get that before a grand jury. A grand jury is going to be pretty sympathetic to what Jimmy Justice is doing, I
2: think.
4: So, yeah, anyway, uh, I no, Matt, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good point. And yeah, uh, I think for the most
1: part, you know, people are very sympathetic to what Jimmy Justice is doing. Um, you know, the problem, the thing that scares me is that you're taking a risk when you get arrested there, because well, number one, you know, you're you're dealing with some thugs uh, at some point, so you're never going to know when you're going to get your head kicked in, and then um, that's you know, another some, good point. Somebody saying yeah. that uh, that you were being <laughs> unruly, you know, and then there's another the another aspect of just the corrupt society in general where you get put into a courtroom and the judge really doesn't not care about right or wrong or rule of law or the proper procedures and, and bringing a person in and they'll just say, okay, he's just trying to get out of it. He's, he doesn't really care about the rule of law. He just wants to get away with it. And they'll make these weird judgment calls uh, that, that don't even coincide with the law that Kelter is talking about. So, I mean, that's the only thing that scares me. Other than that, I mean, he's uh, absolutely right. I mean, nothing, Practically nothing that happens nowadays is lawful. Um, I'm, reading, I'm in the middle of reading Ron Paul's book right now, and he, he just goes over every aspect of what we're doing in our society and how unlawful it is and how we're the ones that are, be calling, that are getting called anarchists. Infringe fringe because we are are the ones that want to in, enforce the law i mean it's just absolutely incredible up is down and down is up and black is white and everything is backwards
2: yeah and, like, and you call that a democracy yeah obviously
4: and it's par for the course i mean the media just dubs names on everything that they don't find desirable or anything they want to turn you off of absolutely and like george just, w there, thank you and like we just heard with that you know that news clip it's you know they don't even talk about the idea that this guy not only is he risking being arrested for something that should be completely and is completely legal mm-hmm. but uh, he is standing up for the the rights and he's standing up for the principles that the police officer should be doing you know, you expect this behavior out of a, out of a cop and you know hey listen out of the last fifteen twenty years over the last fifteen twenty years we have seen police officers go from really you know people good people upholding their you know their duty and and upholding the law and the constitution to thugs cowboys uh, mafia this this mentality like it's just another job and it's not that big of a deal And who the f are you to question my authority thanks again for the call matt um there is a little bit of good news here uh keeping on this topic where a judge rules law on campaign signs is unconstitutional this is kind of late because it was happening in the Ron Paul (laughs) revolution days, but out of Providence. Yes, a federal judge has struck down a state law that allowed police chiefs to remove political campaign signs from the side of public roadways at their discretion. U.S. District uh, Judge William E. Smith ruled that the law unconstitutionally infringed on the freedom of speech by letting police chiefs decide who can post signs, but not listing criteria chiefs should uh, use in making that decision so rodney yeah yeah, rodney d driver whom smith described as a perennial candidate for congress filed suit after richmond police chief raymond a driscoll removed campaign signs that driver had placed on private property across the street from the entrance to the washington county fair in 2006 i thought i'd bring it up Ben, because we did hear a lot about
1: yeah i mean that is the point and this is this is the thing that scares the crap out of me is that you have judges out there making ridiculous laws out there that are literally putting that I'm going to like the the police chief says I'm going to take down political signs that I say are wrong. Right. So if he's a McCain supporter, he's going to sit there and take off take down all Obama, Obama side. Yeah. I mean, just the things and the rulings that are being passed are so arcane. I mean, the thing that I love about just Jimmy Justice is he puts it out there in the uh, in the court of public opinion, you know, where he puts it on the internet and exposes them for doing what they're doing and, and why it's wrong, and, and people are able to look and see, okay, that is clearly wrong. And they're able to understand it. I mean, there are plenty of laws being passed... Um, you know, in Nazi Germany saying that they were allowed to kill Jews, that they were allowed to legally allowed to put them in camps and there were judge rulings and everything like that. But, um, you know, when you when you put it into the court of public opinion, obviously killing Jews, Jews and putting them into concentration camps is freaking wrong. Oh, no question.
4: So <laughs> no, no <clears throat> argument for me at all
1: whatsoever. There. Been- With that, I do want to I do want to play the Jimmy Justice. Yeah, play the clip. clip. Uh, it's, it's pretty short. and We're just yeah, going to play baby. a little bit of it. But it's it's very funny. It's a track traffic enforcement agent. Blocking a fire hydrant when there's a fire across the street—it's very, very funny. He yeah, goes and be, off on them.
4: And before you start, if any of your friends out there, you know, want to argue that this guy's a nut, he's a crazy, he's a loon, ask them if they want this uh, fire hydrant blocked if it's their house or apartment on fire. You know, put yourself in context, put exactly. yourself in the situation. So roll
2: it. Are you on drugs?
5: What is your problem?
2: You're a traffic enforcement agent, and you parked your official vehicle blocking a fire pump, and there's a fire outside with firemen out there, and they have no access to the pump, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You ought to be ashamed of yourself and she's laughing while you're in her. the store, yeah. You don't hear joke. the sirens? What's the matter with you? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You're supposed to enforce the law not break the law. Africa. What's the matter with you? So
1: that I mean, that's that was his yeah. conversation. But I, I love the passion and voice. in his voice. You could see that Are you on drugs. The, <laughs> yes. What a great way to you, start you, I mean, it. you could feel the, the liberty uh. it burning inside this guy, you know, where he's where he really just goes off. He is thoroughly pissed off at this person, of course, for breaking the law. And, uh, and he just goes off on him. So, no, I mean, I mean yeah. I just think it's great. how could
4: you not be upset? I mean. You know, it's it's one thing if cops do, you know, this, and obviously we talk about nightmare stories, but how could you park in front of a fire hydrant and then not realize that there's, you know, there are fire engines. You should never, ever, ever park in front of a hydrant. And, of course, you do that. If, if I do that, you know, my car gets towed. It's like a $400 fine. It's, just this it's on notion. my record.
1: It's just this notion of I'm above the law. I don't give a crap. Right. I'm just stopping to get a sandwich. Because
4: these people are not trained. These people are not trained with any importance. Uh-huh. As to what their their duty is, and it's not just like only, another job.
1: And not only that, but they don't think anybody's going to call them out on it. Well, that's what so it is. So when somebody and... goes up to him with a camera and is pissed off and is really making a good point. They
4: they shiver away like like the little cockroaches that they are. Yeah, no question. And you know, as this gets more, as I mean, this guy's already mainstream popularity. I don't think he can get any more mainstream. But even if uh, he doesn't get any more popular, you know that cops are going to be on the lookout, and it's just going to take the wrong situation. I think for me, Ben, I always fall back to this this whole you know, this culmination of all these people trying to now point out the wrongdoings of police officers and with the you know with the youtube clips and with all the stories of police uh, abusing people i unfortunately feel that eventually something really terrible is going to happen and I, I saw a glimpse of it when we talked about the man in new york city who was getting his you know his shins clubbed in with a metal club yeah, yeah. while he was on the ground handcuffed
1: and people and, around him were screaming in horror and things of that nature yeah you know
4: it you have to just try to, and I hope this never happens to you. I pray to God it never happens to any of us, or anybody listening, or anybody out there for that matter. I hope this stops tomorrow for everybody. But think about this: if my brother is on the ground, if Pieth is on the ground, yes, and there's a cop clubbing his legs in, I'm a kind of a live wire, Ben. I don't, you know, there's a couple screws loose up there, okay? I'm <laughs> going to admit it to you, and I could, I, I've, you know, I could rage,
1: but you don't need to have screws but
4: it's, loose to, but, to but rage. This is an instinct. This is a human instinct. Do not destroy my brother's legs while he is subdued on the ground okay and i don't care who you are and i'm probably dumb enough just crazy enough to risk it all just to get that satisfaction so uh the point i'm trying to make when before Trump you go to decent people, I make it my business. that's right but, but the point <laughs> i'm trying to make is that someone's going to go nuts and unfortunately going to injure or kill a police officer or many because of the unlawful action so i hope that never happens but this is where we're, we're at folks animalfarmshow.com when we get back, we'll talk about Information Clearinghouse. One of my favorite websites is now uh, the, the owner and the, the administrators being threatened, so we'll talk about that. Stay tuned.
2: Yes. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be. We have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people. And neither do we. They want us to leave. That's what they want us to do. And I think the world would be better off if we did leave.
1: 512-646-1984 is the number to reach us. Um, for anybody at the network that's listening right now. That right there. That was
4: our real intro. That was
1: our real intro. That was our correct intro. The long Um, bush one. You put that in the front of the show and you get one point. In our in our little game, That's right. so
4: you could win the game,
1: <laughs> you could um, win the game. Um, but yeah, we were just talking about yes. the um, Jimmy Justice and. Uh, um, uh, what was happening, happening about the cops breaking the law and he's in, uh, he's, uh, you know, enforcing going up and actually enforcing the law and pointing out that the police officers are breaking the law. And then uh, ABC put out this. Uh, they did a special story about Jimmy Justice. Propaganda. And then they, Yes, they put out their uh, own little spin on it. Hey, don't you dare be Jimmy Justice. Don't you go out there and don't you try to do this um, because you could be charged with this, yeah. this and this. Um, so just a little threat from ABC News. Um, or or I guess they would call it a friendly warning
4: for all those that might be listening. Never yet. Let's not forget their logo is that stupid eye watching over you. But, Ben, I'm telling you, I'm I'm, I'm so concerned, like genuinely concerned that something terrible is going to happen because people can only take so much. And it's just going to take one stupid act by a police officer. And I mean, I'm talking about the city here because this is where I think you see a lot of these issues in the major cities um where they hire so many there's so many officers. police you know, and granted you need i mean you need a you need a lot of police officers it's a, a lot of people for a, every person you need x amount of cops this whole thing but uh unfortunately ben i mean after seeing the the clubbings of people being on the ground after you see the the story we talked about before where this guy was you know in handcuffs and they start bashing his head in unfortunately ben i guarantee you if this keeps up if these cops and these police officers don't get retrained and don't start cleaning up their act something horrible is going to happen it's just a matter of time and i hope it doesn't happen um but if if it does we're in for a much different america i think especially in the major cities because once people start fighting back for their rights and fighting back to violence of the police officers then you have the real beginning stages of martial law or maybe the second stages i don't know but um it's bad enough yeah it's bad enough that the police and the population are separated that's bad enough that's a huge problem and that's obviously where we're at but uh once people start doing something about it and lose control and riots and then you see the police gear with the sound weapons and the goo and the poo and the whatever shit they have When it comes to weapons, the goo weapon, they have the goo weapons now. Uh, And with the ray guns (laughs) and the space beams and all kinds of nonsense, you know, before you know it, Ben, it's going to be. An absolute police state, literally in the city. We're
2: reckless, arrogant, stupid
4: dicks. Yeah, (laughs) and and, and again, you know, I I, I hate that this happens because I know that there are good cops. We've seen good cops on YouTube. We've seen, uh, you know, uh, nine eleven truthers and people out there played some of the clips. Some of the great, some cops that really know what's going on. They're great people, and this is this is what really pees me off. Well, that's
1: the thing that I was talking about. Is is you know when you when you look at a police officer, he's supposed to be this. He's supposed to be this vision of heroics. Um, and I know it hears it make people cringe hearing that. I know they're supposed to be the you know square jawed, you know, uh, cleanly shaven American that studies the Constitution, that understands what the rule of law is, and carries it out for the good of the people.
2: You need to pray for the good Lord protect America.
3: You're listening
0: to the Animal Farm Radio Show.
1: like, that we talk about uh, switching gears here, one of the things that uh, we talk about is uh, you know the neocons. We constantly right. listen um, to to neocon radio because we like to be in touch with the enemy of the state. It's good to know what your enemies are saying, and they're saying it loud. Absolutely, and uh, one of the things Sean Hannity just those did,
9: evildoers.
1: One of the things Sean Hannity uh, says is constantly dissing uh, Barack Obama's wife, Michelle Obama, of course, because she says that um, in 2008 America is not a nice country, and I've <laughs> gone over I've gone over this time and time again about how in 2008 America is not a nice country because we're allowing things like uh, waterboarding um, and and publicly waterboarding. And now this new article just came out where they're actually putting uh, prisoners in crates that are literally just the size of crates and prisoners aren't able to move and it's another form of torture. But uh, we have
6: troops dying in Iraq. We have the economy going to hell in (laughs) a handbasket.
1: We have all this corruption. I mean, another another thing that I've seen here is uh, Barack Obama. He's answering a seven-year-old's question. A seven-year-old asks him a question. Yeah, this is recent. She says – yes, this is recent. She says to him, why are you running for president? And I think his initial answer was very funny. He says, I got hit in the head with a rock and, you know, I'm, I'm being stupid because, you know, <laughs> everybody knows running for president is like suicide. You know, yeah. it's, pra- it's practically He's suicide. Um, you're opening up your life. It's, it's <laughs> you're giving your life a, a colonoscopy. But – um, but he comes out here and he says to this girl, I'm, one of the reasons I'm running for president is because America is not what it is. I'll play the clip right here um, and, and let him say in his own words yeah. and then sort of explain. Okay.
0: What Obama wanted to talk about was the oil crisis, even when a seven-year-old asked why he's running. America uh, is, is no longer uh,
2: what it, it could be, what it once was. And I say to myself, I don't want that future for my children. Belkart is a tradition. So,
1: uh, so he says that, okay, and then all, of course, all the neocons go crazy. And oh, they, they went nuts today. I listened to a lot oh of Oh, my goodness. how how What is this man saying? And then Rush Limbaugh says, I demand for him to tell me uh, a point of time where America should have been what he thinks America was. And, uh, you know... What what Barack Obama wants for America is not what America was or what America, I think what he was trying to say. Yeah. What he was saying is that we've come a very long way in terms of you know America was obviously the beacon of the world, uh, the, the the place where everybody looked at as a source of freedom and as an example of how they should sort of uh, run their country. You know, it's just a, it's a it's a beautiful place when you look at the Constitution, the rule of law, the way it's supposed to be. Just absolutely incredible, mind-blowing, um, revolutionary in terms of the, the uh, million-year history in, in human society. I mean, just the, the thought and the philosophies and going uh, going into the uh, general thought process of creating the structure for what our country was founded on is is yeah. absolutely incredible. So when, when Barack Obama says that and they start hanging on him, it's, yeah. it's incredible. I mean, we, we have to start understanding what our country is. The first thing... That happened to me was when, when, when I entered this patriot movement was sort of like okay these people are kind of wacky they you know think that there's the government is behind everything and then you know everything was an inside job and whatnot like that but wow these people are patriotic as hell I mean you could tell they really they love care. their country they really care. yeah you could tell they really love their country and they sort of uh, break down the way in, um, and how the country was funded and uh, why why the constitution is the way it is and how it's being violated and you say wow you know these people are true patriots they sure. really love their country so when Barack Obama gets Up there, and he says, The country, he says something so simple as the country is not
4: what it was. Well, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. But he he slipped up. And the reason why the neocons are having a field day, the reason why they're, you know, they're partying right now is because he he didn't speak. Sorry, my voice is going crazy here. He (laughs) he didn't say it right at first, okay? He said, The country isn't what it could be. All he had to say was that right now, I don't feel the country is where it should be. I feel that like we could be in a different place. I feel that like we are going backwards. What does that mean? Well, I mean, but hold on. But all I'm am just telling you what the facts are, and you know, I'm choking up at the same time.
2: Listen to this fascist bag.
4: Well, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, so they're having, you know, they're having a field. The neocons are just playing off of the slip up. They they don't talk about what substance. What was the slip up? Slip up. Play the clip again. I'll tell you. The slip up okay. was that he says. Hold on. What's Go ahead. Play it, play it up, and I'll say. I'll say it again. Okay.
1: Let me just uh, do do do. More than one do, hand. Do do say two. everybody have a seat. Oh. <laughs> you no, go ahead, Pius. You need to get it out.
4: You have to get it Okay, we'll talk about it later. Salty <laughs> bowls. Go ahead. Okay.
1: You got it, what man? Obama wanted to
0: talk about was the oil crisis, even when a seven-year-old oh. asked why he's running. America uh, is is no longer
2: uh, what it is. It could
7: be what it was one- right there. Right, it was a slip
4: up. America is no longer what it could be. What it could be? What the hell does that mean? I mean, it, I mean I, it doesn't make any sense. All you have to say is, "Look, I don't, I don't appreciate where America is right now. I think we're in a bad." There's nothing incorrect to gram- grammatically about what he said. No, but it's just not what he was trying to say. He says it right after that. He says, "Yeah, something it may, makes a lot more sense." You know, America should be in a different place. Whatever he says after that. So they're playing off the idea that you know it was a slip up, stupid. Because all that's all they need on neocon radio, okay? Yeah. Um, I mean, their audience is that stupid word. The audience say, is oh, so oh dumbed goodness, down. He, yeah. I mean, they said the wrong word. Yeah. Let's start making fun of him and right. saying that he's. Yeah. So many of the audience of these neocons just think that if you ever speak out against America, you are anti-American. When of course the opposite is true. Um, so you know, they have their talk. They have their 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 little sheep and their little piggies okay and the little horses and they, you know people just listen to the radio because it just makes them feel better and it feeds their belief system uh, because they they love this red you know stupid jackass party called the Republican Party. Yeah. It, you know everybody they call in and they say you're a good you're a good you're yeah. a good American you're a good American right of course but they, they're not um and they, they've lost their way so you know that's that's what Neo Conrad is talking about but yeah I mean you know it's it, that, that's the problem is every time someone speaks out Michelle Obama comes out and she says look you know I'm embarrassed this whole thing you know for the first time I'm proud to be American and they so cleverly play off of that and it's I mean they do such a great job. Because they turn it into something that's like, how dare that bitch say something like that? Yes, how dare she say America is bad? Because people love America. Yeah, well, because people have been so trained since day one, that, God, I mean, you talk out against the country. If you don't like where the country's at or if you don't appreciate the government yeah. or their actions, then you are an anti-American, you know, person. So, um, you know, they have their fuel. We're not going to get into it. You guys know all of this. This is oh, common yeah. sense. But, yeah, no, Ben, i got to be honest with you. For a guy who speaks so well, uh, I thought he he muffed that one up. I thought he could have said it a lot more with his suave. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know, I, man. I didn't, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Why okay. can well, you,
1: you always be so
4: busted there you go. Can I mean, we, we at least agree that he could have said it a lot smoother? I don't know, man. I mean, what?
1: Uh, how smooth can you be? I dude, mean, he, he, I'm a retard on he, air here, man. You know? yeah, but
4: dude, you're not. I'm, you're constantly, not running, you're not I'm for, constantly. Yeah, but you're not running for president crap, of the United you know? States, dude. It's true. But, you have you know, to be able to speak well if you're <laughs> Then again, we have George Bush. Yeah, but, yeah I mean, no, but it, can, can we? But I mean, but, but, but we've heard Ron.
1: We've heard Ron Paul make slip-ups here and In there,
4: you know. But it's it's. But we call them slip-ups. Can we call this a Barack Obama slip-up? I guess, I oh, okay, guess, well, but I, I
1: under, but uh, the thing is, I understand what he was saying. But that's know? not
4: the, that's not the question. That's not the, That's not the point we're trying to make. I do too. Shut up. You're but the reason up! why people are attacking him You're for it up! is because it didn't come out the way he intended it to. That's just the way it is. Hmm. He meant to say it a lot swifter and a lot smoother. America isn't where it could be. That's like ridiculous. That's just that's just asinine. I think it's uh, exactly. go ahead, finish
7: up, finish
4: up. All right, well, that it is what it is. So. Um, You know, the the mainstream media does what they do, and I I do want to play this quick, uh, you know, the the Iran saber-rattling. This is another thing that just gets me crazy. I want to shift over here but keep on the media, is that – we have literally tried to start war with Iran several times with the, with the boat incident uh-huh. and every time you know, with, with these crazy stories that the government uh, cooks up about them trying to bomb us and test missiles. And Amen. then you had apparently the story where Cheney wanted to dress up a Marine uh, and, and shoot him you know, as an Iranian, yes. this whole thing. I don't know if that's yep. true, but just you know, this is just another example, and I got this clip. Well, that came to- from it
1: was- Seymour Hersh, right. um, who, who was the person that broke the uh, Abu Ghraibs. Scandal, right? Um, and he's a very, very credible journalist. So yeah. I, I, he's, I would well, believe he was, it because can that crazy. Yes, he is one of the few people where I will take his word and not uh, do a double check. Most people, I do a double check and and cross uh, cross reference right. uh, sources and make sure that everything's okay. But he is one person where I will take his word for it because he's been right, right time and time again. Yeah, granted. Um, so he he said that that came from him. Uh, but that was a very, very uh, pivotal thing just, just showing. You know, Dick Cheney saying, I want to dress up Marines as Iranians and shoot them.
4: Right, as Iranians, yeah, exactly. It's, incredible. it's unbelievable. And, and you know, you turn your focus over now to the, the the war machine, the propaganda machine, Fox News and what they do. And you just realize how they shift the tide. Even though we've been the saber rattle, we've been tr- dying to attack this country. Yeah. And sure enough, look how Fox News looks at this the recent missile launch thing
3: we do. They keep coming out saying that they have all kinds of weapons. We heard from uh, Ahmadinejad about a week ago. We have a sound bite here from him where he's basically saying, you know, nuclear weapons, that's not the direction we want to go in. Let's take a quick listen to this, and I want to get your reaction.
5: We are not working to manufacture a bomb. We don't believe in a
2: nuclear bomb.
5: Nuclear bombs belong to the
2: 20th century. We are living in a new century.
4: Now, call me naive, but when I heard Ahmadinejad say that, you know, I said, well, you know, take it for what it is. I mean, I don't I don't trust this guy or anything. But I, I the message I got from what he just said was, ah, you know, maybe let's just leave nuclear weapons in the past and try to you know, go a different route, but not necessarily a worse route. But look how Fox News comes back.
3: Okay, Peter, so something like this. Does this scare you that they might be uh, <laughs> working towards some Niger. sort of a... So right off the bat, it's working. It's war- that,
4: but that's what I'm trying to say. Doesn't this <laughs> scare you that they may be working towards a chemical Niger weapon?
3: Uh, a Niger. biological weapon, or is this just <laughs> sort of more
9: blustering? Well, there's a couple of things at play here, Heather. Oh First of God. all, Iran is stalling for time. The uh, oh head of the God. Internet... This is such bullshit. Okay, yeah. okay. okay, so... so
1: Okay, so go ahead, go this, is, this is what we have going on with our Iran here, okay? Iran says, okay, we want, to, um, we want to develop nuclear technology so that we can, so that we can uh, run our power stations. We don't have to be so dependent on oil, and we want this, this nuclear power. And then they, they constantly are saying, we don't want to make a weapon out of it. Okay, a
4: nuclear nuclear weapon is one thing. No, that, you said a Bushism. I got to correct you. Oh God, stop you being gotta, nitpicky, you, man. You First gotta, Obama and no, now me. You, you got to stop. You, Come public, on. you cannot talk like Bush. Nuclear, 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 nuclear. You
1: can't say it, Ben. I'm sorry. Whatever. Nuclear, nuclear. 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 There you nuclear. go. Okay, nuclear. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that,
4: not saying that I agree with a demon. I'm, I'm a demon John. I'm not saying he's a good guy and he's trying to not go that route. But just right off the bat, look how Fox Fox is. Oh, the God, there's classic saber. Right, well,
1: I'll. I'll break Break down what I was saying. Okay, yeah, we get back. back. Stay tuned. So I was trying to break something down before I was uh, uh, rudely. Uh, uh, interrupted here yeah, by Tony true. for 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 my Bushism, I guess. You, 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 on unfortunately, ben, on, on this nuclear. show, nuclear, nuclear,
4: very good, nuclear. Yes. nuclear. No, we're not allowed. I mean, and I've done it. I've done it openly, and I stopped. No, when they I watch. I, but twice. Thank you, George. Thank you very much. <laughs> I've done it while reading an article because, I mean, I've been dumbed down by our own president. I admit that. Uh, but I, I call myself out on it, and I have to call you out on it because, it, you know, like Pyatt said, it, make, it makes for good radio, and it's just the way it has to be. Okay. So uh,
1: what God, I was I explaining freedom. here, and I'll try to say it correctly okay. here for you, Tony. Go ahead. Um, Amadijan has his program. He's saying we want peaceful nuclear power
4: nuclear.
1: to power our, our, our country and our infrastructure we're not making weapons with it mm-hmm. we're using nuclear nuclear they power did it again <laughs> it's hard man i'm sorry i know i know we're using nuclear power uh-huh. to power our infrastructure we're not making bombs and then fox goes on the air and says they're making bombs they're making bombs with their nuclear
4: power it's <laughs> we'll so hard ben, ben i want you to practice Luke three times a
2: day man. no
4: i and mean, no, i don't trust him i'm like you know we're not saying oh yeah let's trust the guy from iran or- all
1: he's saying is we want to use this power for good. We're not going to make yeah. bombs out of it. And what? then Fox goes and says, oh, my gosh, you're making bombs out of yeah. it.
4: Our own experts have come back and said they're about nine years away from even having nuclear power. But then again, so he goes on oh, the it's air. It's so easy for you. Nuclear power. Oh, I, I, I practice, you know, and I also, you know, <laughs> thank God I was I was poisoned after I learned how to say it correctly so, for my sake. But I, I listen, I slip up. Let's just finish the clip and then we'll you know, just listen how they spin it.
3: Logical weapon, or is this just sort of more
9: blustering? Well, there's a couple of things at play here, Heather. First of all, Iran is stalling for time. The uh, head of the International Atomic Energy Agency, Mohammed Albardi, said a few weeks ago that he believed that if Iran pulled out all the stops, it could be a nuclear weapon stay within six months to a year. Um, you know, we've been negotiating with Iran since 2003.
4: No, notice how they never talk about how they're going to somehow deliver this technology and kill us? Because everything, is a, everything about Iran is oh, they're a threat to the United States, right? Yes. They're a huge threat to the world. How are they going to attack us with nuclear weapons? How? Oh, they just they just launched a missile that went 15 yards or 15 miles. Oh, that's going to do them really. Maybe they can mail it to USPS. They can mail us the
1: bomb. Well, if you listen closely, they they're constantly talking about Israel and the fact that they can harm Israel. You know, they're not right, so, well, they're not go. so so concerned about the United States, but they never talk about how it's about harming Israel. They're right. always talking about how it's harming people, people or us. You know, yeah, it's never about. They can harm Israel, and we have a lot of money invested there. Therefore, we need to stop Iran.
4: I just love how again. I, I just love how we have the we have the authority and the privilege of hurting whoever we want. We, yeah. we can kill whoever we want. We have the uh, you know I guess what's the word a uh, permission Cart to blanche. destroy to destroy anything we want. Use any weapons, anything necessary. But if another country wants to protect themselves or do it back. All of a sudden, oh, they're a threat to the world. They're terrorists.
9: Um, and they still are enriching uranium. So basically what they're doing is stalling for time, and some morning we may wake up to a nuclear weapons Iran. Okay.
3: Well, yes. Peter Brooks, you, you know you always leave uh, things on such.
4: Yeah, I won't hold my breath, and believe me, I'm not losing sleep for that. We have, a, we have a government that's taking our freedoms away. We have a police corps that, for the most part, is breaking down an economy that's in the toilet bowl about to be flushed with the local lunch. Uh, I don't know, Ben, you know, for me, I I know you probably agree, but there's a 100 million things that worry me more than nuclear Iran, or as Bush would say, nuclear Iran. But uh, unfortunately, um, this is what they tout every day on the TV. Everything is, you know, who's the next country we have to bomb? And let's just try to portray them and their leaders or leader as the most threatening thing to our world. And you know what, Ben? It's effective. It's so effective because people believe it. People just all of a sudden, you know, you, if, even if you could ask the average moke on the street, who do you think we have to attack next? Most of them will just George say w. Oran, Iran, yeah. Iran, Iran. Um, of course, I've heard like Italy. <laughs>
2: Someone said America Italy was once. targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom. An opportunity in the world
4: yeah well i can imagine but i mean uh, from, a,
1: from a globalist perspective that's actually a very very true clip you know yeah um, that was one of the reasons why we are why we were targeted by the globalists and why we do have a coup d'etat with the neocons it's amazing how, how they, the truth comes out right exactly how they how they really just took over america because it is the beacon of truth and freedom and they don't want truth and freedom or any type of uh, republic or democracy in the world they want to take over things they want their their fascist
4: totalitarian centralized police state well done well done said. When we get back, I want to talk about these secret shots that are being given to uh, our troops, these vaccines that are now causing massive, massive health problems. Another heartbreaking story coming out of our military. Stay tuned, folks.
3: You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network.
2: Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. Oh, my God.
1: Constantly is the crappiness and the, the, the crappy treatment that our veterans get. Straight out. Homicidal or abuse of our troops. Yes. yes. Um, and how Comicidal they say that we should support the troops, but they're not talking about any of this. Um, keeping it in the dark and keeping our troops sick and mangled as a result I think of all this. Fuck. Uh, they just came out with a news story uh, about secret vaccines now that the troops are getting. Um, and, and it's, just, it's an incredible audio experience. It's a very, very long, but we're going to cut in yeah, here and we're, there. we've got to uh, play it. We have to. Yes, we do. So uh, with that being said, here it is.
0: Vaccines are required if you're headed to war, but Target 5 discovered that a frightening number of U.S. servicemen and women are having severe reactions, including a young Marine from Claremont County.
7: It's difficult right now. At
0: a time when young men and women are dying on the battlefield.
7: We live in a very volatile time in the military.
0: There is an enemy here at home. And
7: no one wants to look bad. It's not a shot from a gun. This is the worst cover-up in the history of the military.
0: But a shot from a syringe that's leaving some U.S. servicemen and women on the brink of death.
7: When the issue, I believe, of the use of the vaccine comes out, I believe that it'll, it'll make the Walter Reed scandal pale in comparison. It's an exhausting
0: three-day-a-week routine for 20-year-old Lance Corporal David Fay of Claremont County. His kidneys are failing. His military career is over, and he feels like his country has abandoned him. I can't look at my old pictures. I really can't. I start looking at my old pictures, and I start crying. To understand the odyssey of David Fay requires going back in time. He was a boy who loved the ocean, but grew up amid the farm fields of Claremont County. I never missed a day at school. I was never sick. I was never sick. A passion for sports and a sense of patriotism prompted this Blanchester High School athlete to join the Marines on his 18th birthday. And I looked at every branch, but I wanted the Marine Corps because the Marine Corps was a few of the proud. From boot camp to combat training, it was the happiest time of his life. It was great. I loved every minute of it. But a case of friendly fire in the form of a syringe would forever change his life. On November 28th of 2005, David's unit was lined up for what he says was an
9: undisclosed shot. They asked us our name. We stood on these yellow footprints, and they gave us a shot. Then we got the rest of the day all. After that shot, I started swelling up. I gained 30 pounds of water my eyes, swelled up where I couldn't see. I started snoring. I developed a rash on my hand. Three weeks later,
0: Private Fay was back in Claremont County on his deathbed at Clinton Memorial Hospital. His kidneys failing. His body so swollen, it left stretch marks.
3: I used to just pray to God, please take him tonight.
0: As David appeared to be dying, Cindy Fay began poring over his military medical records in search of answers.
3: The shot was never listed in his records.
0: As the months passed by, David's uniform would hang in the closet while his life would hang in the balance. Still unclear about the shot he was given on November 28th of 2005 the Department of Defense tells Target 5 all service members' vaccinations are documented in the individual's permanent medical record. But David Fay's
4: military... We're going to get to this clip when we get back. Um, It's a little bit longer, yeah. There's more more to hear about this horrible, horrible thing. AnimalFarmShow.com, folks. When we get back, we'll finish up.
9: This is illegal, you know.
1: We're playing this clip right here of uh, secret vaccinations. We've talked about this time and time again about how our troops are being uh, abused. But uh, this new sort of uh, AB—I don't know if it was ABC, maybe sixty minutes clip. Maybe came came minutes, out, I don't remember um, that. That's basically covering this one story. So continuing on, here it is: no shot on that day. Another Marine in David's unit tells Target Five: "There's no shot listed
0: in his medical records either." And goes on to say that people who administered the shot never told us what it was.
3: My son is a Marine. PFC, David Faye, and he In
0: a desperate there. attempt to save her dying son, Cindy says she called the U.S. Marine Hospital at 29 Palms, California to find out what kind of vaccine her son was given.
3: And she says, ma'am, that's confidential. I can't tell you what the shot was. And, I, you know, I'm like, well, my son's in ICU and he might not make it right now. I said, I really need to know. And she says, well, we can't tell you.
0: 11 months later, David's medical records were mysteriously changed with a handwritten notation indicating the mystery shot was a flu vaccine. In the case of David Pay, nothing was put on his record. And then suddenly, flu vaccine appears on his
7: record. Does that surprise you? No. No, we have a lovely term for that. We call it CYA. That's a, unfortunately a, an SOP in, in in the military.
0: David is one of a growing number of U.S. servicemen and women getting sick after receiving vaccines. And this highly praised Department of Defense medical officer is mortified. He doesn't want to be identified for fear of retribution. Are there a lot of folks out there who've had severe reactions to these vaccines?
7: Thousands. Um, it ranging on the severity from just um, joint aches and pains and arthritic symptoms to to death. The Department of Defense
0: tells Target 5 it encourages healthcare care workers and vaccine recipients to report adverse events. But the military never reported David Fay's reaction to the Centers for Disease Control
7: and FDA. I see the way propaganda and information war is waged against America's sons and daughters. And how patients are treated who claim to be ill from a vaccine. That's troubling. That should trouble America. How are these young men and women treated when
0: they claim to have had a reaction to the vaccine? Like they're nuts. Like it's all in their head. And this medical officer believes young servicemen and women are being used as guinea pigs. Do you believe that the Department of Defense is experimenting on these servicemen and women with these vaccinations? I would hope to God not. But from what I've seen, I would have to say yes. The Department of Defense maintains the vaccines are safe and effective. Those are hollow words to Lance Corporal David
9: Fay. I'm in bed every single minute of the day. I can't eat because I throw up. I have no energy. I've been laying in bed and bedridden for so long.
0: Four months after that interview, David has lost 60 pounds from dialysis and is determined to rebuild his body. And his life. Still waiting for a kidney transplant, still waiting for an answer from the U.S. military.
9: My Just to get up and be without pain. I mean, just to get up every day and just be
0: happy again. Even after everything David Fay has been through, he still longs to be a part of the U.S. Marines. David still considers himself part of the few and the proud. Even though he feels the military has abandoned him. Dave Wagner, Target five.
4: Yeah, more like the many and the abandoned or the abused and the abandoned. I mean, you would talk about a horror story. I mean, this is not even this is not even the depleted uranium type stuff we talk about, where they're over there and the munitions carrying the DU, this whole thing, and they get sick and they come back and they infect their entire family. This is t- this is a, a vaccine. Let's let's play like we're dumb, okay? Let's pretend that we don't know what's going on. Let's just say, oh, it was a flu vaccine that somehow had this, you know, horrible stuff in it and it infected these people. They're not even taking oh, care crap. of them. But let's let's really yeah. try to talk more sense and try to realize that this is probably some sick experiment going on. Yeah. This the sick rat sons of bleep bleep expletive government people that are behind this that I could only you know, when I think about the revenge that I'd want to take on these people, Ben, it scares me because I would I would lose all control and and lose everything that I I am as a person, as a human being. Yeah. Because to me, there there is no justice for doing this to a person, especially a person who is a a good person, uh, someone who wants to defend their country, give their lives and, and their time to 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 work hard enough to defend the country. And and this, these poor people, I guess you were right, Ben. This guy I guess is making somewhat of a recovery, but. Just think about this. He can't even get up without pain. For what? For, well, that's the thing. You for know, what that's, a vaccine that's being totally silenced? Yeah, that's this. All this guy really wants is just to wake up without
1: pain. I mean, that's not too much to ask. But, um, the you know the, the thing that really, uh, you know, that pointed this this video that the thing that pointed it out to me that really scared the crap out of me was when he said. We had to stand in yellow footprints. Yeah, which which goes to show that there's there's actually a, a set of yellow footprints that Marines have to stand in while they're getting their mandatory vaccinations and shots and getting shot up with stuff that's secret that's not even uh, part of the mandatory vaccinations. Not even on the record. Are, yeah, that are quote unquote safe for people, which they aren't in the slightest bit, and we're seeing that by the thousands, tens of thousands of a, a sick sick veterans that are coming out but then this gentleman right here um gets a secret vaccine well which supposedly him and uh, amongst other thousands got yeah. um and and he he's ending up with rashes and and things of that nature i mean just disgusting
4: uh Welcome to the White House. is this not is this not right out of viva vendetta is this not almost identical to sick bastard Joseph, Scientist Joseph in,
1: Mengele, World War II, Nazi Germany, funky human experimental type of weirdness. I mean, just totally crazy, man. I mean, I can't even,
4: I don't know, man. I can't even. Uh, it's, it's Dude, it's mind-boggling. I, 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 it is. No, it is. I, I know I'm not a good American because I don't have my little yellow magnet bumper sticker on my car, but. Uh, how could anybody with a, you know, an IQ over 10, how could anybody with that IQ look at the situation, listen to what's going on here and not automatically assume that this government has completely been hijacked? Yeah. By whom? I don't know. Why? I don't really know, Ben. I can't give you some answers. But uh, the fact of the matter is our troops are being given vaccines for tests for they're being used as guinea pigs really there's no yeah. reason for this this is not just one incident there are thousands of people that are experiencing this and they're just leaving them for dead yeah. and, and the and people just go around gerbils ladies and gentlemen
1: and at the same time you know the worst part about it is that this isn't even a new thing oh not I mean, even this close is, this has been happening for so long this has been happening since uh, you know the vietnam war with the agent orange and then um you know the the gulf war quote-unquote syndrome Um, From the first Gulf War, I mean, this is is just constant, constant abuse of our troops. And this all started happening when our military-industrial complex took over our foreign policy and started creating wars in foreign nations and and started sending children off to fight in wars. And then they started saying, okay, well, these children are are, um, our government issue. They're GIs. Therefore, we're allowed to do whatever the hell we want with them. So our military-industrial complex, mixed with our medical-industrial complex, Starts experimenting vaccines on our troops going over there. So now we're having so much friendly fire, uh, friendly misfire, I guess, yeah. in terms of <laughs> in terms of, of vaccinations. It's not it's misfire. Just, it's business being done purposely. It is. It is. And it's it's horribly sad. It's it's uh, it's beyond belief. I'm still it's, mind blown by it. Oh, I, I, just, I am know. not a number. I am a
4: person. All I could think about when I was watching this clip uh it's out there what what's the title of it Ben uh I know it's on youtube, but what's the what's the headline? do you have it there no i don't it's, uh, uh, we'll, I
1: believe it's something uh, along the lines of secret vaccines
4: yeah we' well, we'll, we'll um yeah, we'll try to get that to everybody. we'll get it to you but you know I'm just just deep in thought here unfortunately, but it's just I was watching it, and all I could think about was God, please help you know help these poor guys who just try to do something good for their country. Try to just please heal them. Do whatever, mm-hmm. please. Just because this there's no justice. There's no, there's no excuse for this. There's no reason for this. Yeah. Um. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what experiments these bastards are trying to do on our troops. But uh, make no mistake, folks. I mean, this is what's going on, and this is why I just get sick when people out there with these uh, bumper stickers and whatever other mentality that's flawed thinks that they're supporting the troops when really they don't have, uh, you know, an ass clue.
1: Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's bad, especially with people our age, you know, because a lot of our friends are over there. And, and you know, I have, I have a friend myself, um, you know, the, my best friend had actually just died a couple months ago, uh, end of May. And, um, you know, we saw a lot of people at his funeral that we haven't seen in a long time. Um, and a person that was there was a good friend of mine, and he was currently serving just the nicest, kindest uh, person in the world would never harm a fly, um, but I, I just I feared so much for his safety because he was just the kindest person in the world the mo- one of the most loving persons i 've ever met too, despite being marine and being able to uh, uh, kill a man in three seconds or whatever, but <laughs> you know, just the nicest person in the world. And I just said to him, Man, I hope they treat you right, you know. And he looked at me like I, I was an alien because, you know, obviously, uh, he thought I was against the war or whatever like that. But you know, I just said, I, I
4: don't care what the hell happens. I just hope they treat you right, you know. And, and, all right, well, we'll get to your phones Ray Hang on, we'll get to you when we get back, folks. Animal Farm show. I want to talk about Agent Orange as well. Any development there. Stay tuned, folks. We showered.
6: That's the way it is.
4: 512 uh, we talked about Agent Orange before we left. Obviously, we were talking about this horrible incident with these vaccines now causing... It's, it's open now. Someone came through. We don't know who it is. How many of,
2: others have you done
1: this, yeah.
6: to? What gives you the right to hand out life and death?
4: Uh, amen. But there was... At of military.com... Hang on a second. At a military.com, there's another... A new story just came out uh, today or yesterday. Agent Orange linked to prostate cancer. Veterans exposed to the herbicide Agent orange are twice as likely to get prostate cancer as other veterans. University of California, Davis researchers found in a study published online by the journal Cancer. You can check that out for yourselves, folks, military.com. Ben, uh, the, the headline source.
1: for this, yeah, if you guys want to check it out, it's a vaccine colon
4: secret shots given to soldiers covered by military. Yeah, that's what it is. And I want to bring up, so I want to go right to the phones because we are the final segment here. We'll go to Ray in Pennsylvania. Ray, you're on the farm. What's up?
2: I hate hypocrisy. Hello. What's that How say again, Ray? I hate hypocrisy. I hate- Our own <laughs> yes. government at it again.
4: Uh, it, you know what I mean? It's, nope. You know, it's one thing we we talk about the police state stuff, and, and that's that pisses us off. But this is well, a hundred well, think, times think
2: worse. Of, Tony, think think about it. Here we here we are. That if I produce a product and I'm baking a loaf of bread for you, or I'm canning a product, or whatever it is, I have to list every single ingredient um, and put it on a label so that the person who's buying it knows what's inside there. But yet. Yeah, for these vaccinations for these soldiers who are protecting supposedly protecting our country and fighting sure. for freedom and they're given a vaccination and they not they can't be told what it is
4: right yeah it's you sorry you can't sorry. yeah you can't grow you can't grow hemp in your backyard cuz it's illegal but the military can drug our soldiers up with vaccines and not put it in their military record that's that just shows you where we're at today uh Ray we have we actually care. got yeah we got Jeffrey from Kentucky waiting i want to hear what he's got to say anything else right. on your mind no that's it thanks actually okay yeah you know actually yeah we'll keep you on right hang on we'll keep we'll get okay. everybody. What's a little party going on here how about that jeffrey no, no, no,
2: <laughs> okay.
4: oh okay well hang on yeah we're hey, gonna get gentlemen. jeffrey on here this the system's going crazy jeffrey you're on the air with us what's up how you doing
5: gentlemen good
1: a uh, uh, long time no here jeffrey uh, it's, it's very good to hear from you is everything going on uh, okay for you health-wise uh
5: well i I've, i think i've got a little bit luckier than this marine did back in december i went down to the uh, Fire some unknown origin and was stuck in a VA hospital for a week, the entire Christmas season, basically. And it shut my kidneys down and caused my lungs to fill up. And they were pumping everything, any every antibiotic known to man in me. And finally, my kidneys picked back up. But
4: yeah, well, Jeffrey, let me ask you this before you go on. I mean, you know, it's it's so important for us to hear from people like you, obviously veterans, people who have served. What are your thoughts on this vaccine thing That I mean, we've heard about this a little bit in the past. This is nothing new, but this new report seems to give us a better glimpse. Maybe uh, someone coming forth now gives a a bit more credibility. But in your opinion, since you've served, you know what goes on. What do you think about this? And if it is true, if you think it's true, then what the hell are they giving our troops? What is it?
5: Well, there's this rampant um, new adenovirus 14 that is. popping up all over military bases. They've been having known cases pop up in Fort Hood and, and in uh, Washington State, the the, the uh, base up there, and it's got a kill rate of 7 out of 30, which is a high mortality rate for adenovirus. And Lee Rogers brought it up on his program a couple weeks ago about this uh, mysterious virus that just came out of nowhere, and most of the times it's coming from units that have just gotten back from Iraq. And the crazy thing is, or actually what's good for this Marine, even though he didn't go over to Iraq, but what is good for this Marine that was in that news article is they didn't lose his medical records. That is the standard operating procedure in the Army. It's not penciling in somebody, oh, he's got a mysterious flu shot. The standard operating procedure is they lose on purpose your medical records. That has everything that's ever happened to you, everything, every vaccine that you've ever taken in it, and it just disappears.
4: No, so I guess I guess in many cases they were lucky that we didn't uh, they didn't lose this you know lose quote unquote lose their medical yeah. record and that we at least have access to it then okay I see what you're saying
5: But with this adenovirus that's been popping up and this uh, new strain of marsa this uh, methicillin resistant staph aureus that has been popping up the crazy thing about it is wherever these dr- or these new emerging viruses are popping up in in America are always on military basis. And one of the things I learned in my microbiology classes is that militaries and um, barracks and dorm rooms for colleges are the highest-rated places where new emerging viruses come from. They also have a vancomycin, which is the biggest antibiotic we've got out there. They have Staph aureus that is immune to that, too. And that happened in 2004. They watched it turn and actually watch it basically become weaponized in the in the, in the military population on a military basis in 2004.
4: Jeffrey, what are the what are the chances here that uh these some elements or entities inside the military I mean is what are the chances that you know there are just these experiments going on that they're experimenting with biological weapons or just you know, it's weapons in general, medications. Uh, what are the chances that that you, the troops, the troops out there, are just being used as cannon fighter, as guinea pigs? Is that a possibility in your mind, or is there that's, a different... That's,
5: mo- the way it's, that's the way it's been since the Tuskegee experiments. I mean, you have the Tuskegee experiments where they were taking military or black men, giving them syphilis, and they're not providing um, medical aid to them. Project Shad, which was testing basically an unknown flu virus out on military men, and basically what they would do was walk them through gas chambers and gas them with this stuff. And when they died of it, they turned around and just told the families, oh, he died of the flu. It's a standard operating procedure. And it's been yeah. like that. Eisenhower yeah. said, be aware of the military-industrial complex.
4: Yeah. Well, right. obviously, you hey, yeah, right now merged with the medical-industrial complex, yeah.
1: uh, you know, yeah. with yes. biological, How appropriate. Funky, funky experiments
4: going on. It really, really sure. does fill up the fascist balloon here. Ray, any thoughts?
2: No, only that the government wants to know everything about you and me, and they would they would chronicle everything from everything that we buy and sell, and everything about us. But again, they won't disclose what's in these vac- uh, in these vaccinations, and this is really just pisses me off. I'm sorry. No,
4: right. right. Don't this, be sorry. If this does not make you angry as a person living in this country, uh, then I don't know where your head is at, and I I, I would never even venture a guess. But. I mean, like we always talk about. You know, there's a lot of things that that get us angry about what's what's going on in this country, the government actions. But this, to me, is the worst, the most diabolical. Um, the, these types of stories, where you know, it, uh, people in our military. I mean, it's bad enough that they're sending uh, sending them out to these meaningless wars for God knows whose you know pocketbook for some other profit or some other oil pipeline. God knows what. The,
2: the question is: is that we get angry about it? What what are we going to do about it? Can we use our anger? or just in life in general about, can you use your anger for a po- something positive? Can you use it as a launch pad to bring about a positive change?
4: Well, the, the answer is yes. Are you ready for yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can take the William Wallace approach. No, I mean, obviously, right, the answer is yes. The question is really more now. What can we do? I mean, you know, fine, you know, we always talk about it's important to inform one another, and it is, and we're, we're going to keep this show going, and folks, God willing, uh, we're going to try to bring this show to the top and, and, you know, do it five days a week if we can do that maybe one day, and we're going to try fun. to, you know, reach a lot more people because I feel the more people that are reached, the more ideologies can, can get together, and maybe one person who is woken up the right way? Maybe that person could be the next leader. I don't know. I mean, yeah. we're just we're just trying to figure out what's going on first before we take the necessary yeah, action. I mean, the first step involved
1: well, involved well. in this whole thing is is getting upset and giving the information out to people so they could get upset right. as well. Because then, once that happens, it, it sort of it's it's nature takes its course. Sure. And uh, you know, well, if, th- you were,
5: if you remember right. what I told you guys when I first talked to you. On the first time I actually called into your radio show, I basically said, do not worry about us military personnel because, believe it or not, we know what it means to be shafted, and we know how to correct the problem. The first thing anybody needs to do is get the reins of their government back because the moment you start getting good people back in the annals of power, this crap will stop.
4: Yeah. No, Jeffrey. Amen. Yeah, well, well said. I mean, it just seems like a very difficult mountain to climb because of every, you know, because of how many different areas were were all being shifted in some ways. And I don't want to compare anything to what the troops are going through because it seems like that's the worst. But um, you know, from every direction, it seems Ben, there there are these humongous mountains to climb, these humongous issues and and mm-hmm. tremendous problems. So uh, I think that's why the information war is such the important war. It's so important just to get people. Uh, the knowledge first, um, and I, you know, to me, like I always say, one of the things I want to start doing, and maybe we can start doing this on the air when we get a better setup with more phone capabilities. But I want to start calling up these rat. Bastard neocon shows at their offices, yeah. At their offices, and let's start talking, you know, maybe maybe with Jeffrey's uh, assistance or an actual veteran's assistance. Let's start calling these people and let's just say, hey, you know, I have someone on the line who's been through this before, who has served. What do you have to say to that? You're going to call him anti American, you pig bastard? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's possible, but that's what you just Tony, never Tony, hear. Tony, I know, Tony, scre- I know, screening screen- ever- yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Ray.
2: No, did you, did you ever call like a Hannity on the air? Did you I ever try. call a national talk show?
4: I've tried. You can't get through. Really? Well, I mean, you know, the, the, it's tough. Unless you lie, you have to lie to the screen callers, which is you right. know, standard right. procedure. You just lie to them.
2: Hmm. You, you But you've tried it, and you've never, you've never been successful.
4: I've tried it a few times. I, I wouldn't say that I've tried it enough. I have to definitely do a lot more, and I have to record it because I feel like I have enough information and sources out there that you know it's incontestable. I mean, how could you deny this is going on? There are troops that are sick. Is it just another one of those things where, oh, there's no link between this – mysterious vaccine and this mysterious illness oh of course not right there's no well, the reason, link. The reason yeah.
5: there's no the reason the reason there's no link is because either a they do the cyoa thing and destroy your medical records or b they just pencil in whatever they want right yeah. and that's why, right. that's why you can't get a proper statistic or a proper analysis of what's going on because they know what's going on and they're covering their butts plain and clearly
4: yeah, Totally right. criminal. Yep. That music is uh, means we're out, guys. Thanks for co- both of you guys. Thanks for calling in. And I'm sorry it got cut short. Thank let's, you. Let's pick this up on Tuesday yeah. before Laura Lie. Let's continue this, Bye. folks. And any other information you guys get, please do. And, Jeffrey, once again, uh, we'll keep you in our prayers. And, Ray, thanks for the support as always. You guys Thank are you. you guys are great, and we love you guys real uh, real much. So 20 seconds left, folks. For Ben Pyth, I'm Tony, saying uh, dissent in your government is as American as apple pie. So keep it up, folks. We will speak to you on Tuesday of next week. Take care. Good night.
0: Good show. Jolly good
7: show, Major.